Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. America Radio. News, opinion, and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Hey everybody, welcome back to American Uck Radio on Mojo 50 WBM324. And the Stu Peters Network on Rumble. I'm Mike Phillip and uh Man, have I ever got a great story for you guys about something that God did uh, after church yesterday. After church, the best part of church was, uh, well, the whole day was blessed. Let me just say that. (laughs) Captain Malcolm Reynolds, I meant what I said earlier. I meant what I said. DS Patriot Navy Dad, you inspired me, buddy. Our conversation on the weekend got me thinking. And I do not have a recording of Sunday's sermon. But I'm going to give the the uh, the, the verses that God gave me and talk about that today in hour one. Tammy, uh, MR Bax 2, good to see you. Praise God. He is good. He is good. God is so good. I have an announcement for everybody. Uh, I will not be live tomorrow. There will not be a live show on the Stu Peters Network. And Stu and Lauren, if you're watching right now, uh, I was going to text you uh, this morning and it slipped my mind. I just remembered this morning, but Uh, Tomorrow, my wife and I have got to go to her grandmother's funeral. And so I'm going to take the day off. But I'm going to give you all a mission for tomorrow. Call this show, Dust Off an Old Weapon for a New Mission. We're going to talk about something in hour two that is very, very powerful. Very powerful. And if we can get everybody on board, just like we have had the uh, amount of people praying at the end of the show when the hat comes off after we cut the feed to the radio stations, uh, if you can get a hold of this thing that we're going to talk about today, It will break bonds. You will see healings. You will see devils cast out. You will see mighty works. 
if people can get a hold of this thing that we're going to talk about, this weapon that has saved nations. We're going to talk about that in hour two. You might have noticed I'm wearing a very old InfoWars shirt. <laughs> Not to advertise Alex Jones, but I bought this probably 12 years ago. And I wanted to see what chroma key would do uh, with camo because there's little bits of green. And uh, it, it just, it kind of looks flashy. <laughs> Say what you want about Alex Jones, but he has accomplished a lot. He really has. And uh, I don't hate Alex. I, I did catch one of his reporters lying about specifically a member of my congregation that comes here every Sunday. I don't think that he was flat out lying. I just think that he had uh, done bad homework. But... Uh, We'll forgive him. We'll forgive him of that. Uh, yesterday, I had we had church here. And my mother wanted her car washed. And I said, well, my son and I will do it after church. Because I've got a 3200 PSI uh, pressure washer out in my shed. Uh, which, you know, imaginary person's going to say, I gotcha, you own something. <laughs> yes, I have a pressure washer. Anyhow, uh, and, and so uh, this man that was at church was out in front of the house getting his kids. And no, no rainbow shirt. Uh, this man in the church was out in front of the house uh, getting his kids ready to go. And my son and I went in the backyard and grabbed the pressure washer out of the shed and went up to the uh, the driveway in the front of the house where my mother's car was. Well, there's this man. His name's Peter. Same guy I caught an InfoWars reporter flat out lying about. <laughs> well, like I said, I don't think he was doing it on purpose. I think it was bad homework, and he had uh, done some shoddy research uh, with the Internet. But anyway, Peter was standing out in front of his truck and uh, he, he had the hood open and so I knew that there was a problem so I walked across the street and I said to him do you need a hand do you need tools do you need a ride somewhere uh, how can I assist you and he said well I, I don't know what the problem is just yet I, I don't know and so I thought to myself, you know, we could just pray about this and God knows how to get this truck started. I've seen more difficult prayers answered, quite a few actually. And my mouth was shut. Mike Phillip could not talk. I couldn't say, let's pray about it. And I didn't think nothing of it. I just said, well, if you need me, I'll be back here. Uh, I'll be across the street in the driveway. Let me know if I can help you. Well, some time passed, and I looked over, and he was waving me over to the truck. And he had a grin that was eight feet wide on his face. Big smile. And uh, 
So I went over there and, and the truck's running. <laughs> truck's running. And he leans back to his little seven-year-old boy, Gavin. Gavin is seven years old. And he says, tell Pastor Mike what you told me. And I look back and that, that beautiful child had tears streaming down his face. He just had tears streaming down his face. And he said, Pastor, I prayed really hard that God would get my daddy's truck started. And Peter told me, he said, Gavin told me that. And then he told me to try again. Try again. He said, I turned the key and that truck fired right up. And I said, Peter, that is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. God didn't want me to pray. He didn't want me to say a word. He wanted that seven-year-old boy to know that he was listening to him from heaven. Praise God. And the look on his face, he was just crying. Tears of joy that the I am. The everlasting Father. Most powerful spirit in the universe at that moment in time. The most important thing was answering a prayer for a seven-year-old boy. Tell you. You go to a church that's not having signs and wonders following. I don't know what to tell you. God is good. You got to do things His way. You got to do things His way. That's that same little boy that I went on the Stu Peters show to talk about that God had took me down in the Sunday school and... The Holy Ghost had revealed that there was a spirit tormenting him, giving him bad dreams. And we were able to pray, and they stopped. There's an anointing on those children. Let me tell you right now. There's an anointing of God on those specific little boys. And they are going to go out into the world one day as men, and they're going to be like them foxes that Samson took and lit their tails on fire and sent them out into the field of the enemy. Because God saw fit to give me an anointing. Those little boys are seeing miracles happen already in their young life. Praise the Lord. What could be more beautiful than that? Tammy D is crying already. <laughs> what a world we live in. I was uh, I was looking at social media and uh, I found a human resources director woman who made a video about how much she loves to ruin people's lives. Loves it. Oh, it makes her so happy to put a family in a bad position to where they cannot 
uh, was difficult for them to buy food for their children. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, I, I uh, First of all, I got to talk to you about our, one of our biggest sponsors on this show. But to uh, preface that, I want to tell you something I dug up this morning. And uh, you're, you know, a lot of you aren't happy with Pride Week. Pride Week, right? Rainbow flags everywhere and... Well, tell you what, you're paying for it. Every time you go to the grocery store, every time you buy floor cleaner, toilet bowl cleaner, Procter & Gamble partner with GLAD to advance LGBTQ acceptance through advertising. Where does Procter & Gamble get their money? They get it from you. Uh, they get it from you if you're buying from them. If you're going to the grocery store, you are funding Procter & Gamble, who is turning and giving that money to organizations that want to teach kids about filth and perversion in schools. There's a better way. There's a better way. And American Oc Radio wants to help you do it. PatriotSwitch.com forward slash corporate giants such as Procter and Gamble, Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer, and Vanguard, just in a few. Financially prop up the and their new world order. These companies are selling us poison and using the money they make from us to our principles and ideals. Promoting things like ESG, critical we must stop buying their products, funding these global giants and other government overlords. Way PatriotsWitch.com alternative parallel economy. Vote with your dollars and buy the everyday essentials you and family need. Than the new world order better, safe versions are already buying at comparable prices. Or PatriotsWitch.com forward slash American. My name is Chris. I work with you. All right. Go to AmericanUckRadio.com, AmericanUckRadio.com, look for the Patriot Switch ad, scroll a little down the page, fill out the form, watch the video, and we will have a member of our team that we have assembled of some of the most fantastic people you'll ever meet that will uh, get together with you and set up a time when they can show you how to switch your spending habits and if you hate pride month stop funding it stop funding corporations that are funding schools to do critical race theory and all these things that uh, they want to poison the brains of your children all right yeah chat says yeah mike Chet in Alabama, the American Oc Radio rebooted chat room. He says, Mike, some people just aren't happy unless they're making other people as miserable as they are. And that is a fact. Now, I took a screenshot of this uh, woman's face. <laughs> this woman's face is... Uh, and I did not take this screenshot to intentionally make fun of her. No, that's her face, but um, 
it kind of fits. Elmo play you the audio. I had to send the audio over to our producer so that he could uh, uh, edit out all the swearing of this wonderful person. And uh, this woman needs Jesus. But listen to how publicly she talks about how much she loves destroying other people's lives. I give you the human resources director. Rights and freedom. That would tell you that. But since you seem to forget that, and you're all loud and proud with your big thoughts and your big big ideas, and you want to whatever, f- set up hot tubs in Ottawa. I'm a recruiter. It's a small, small, small industry. Smaller than you'd think. Same with HR. So, if you're looking for a job, or maybe trying to keep a job, Maybe, just maybe, think about what you're putting on social media. Again, freedom fighters. I know you're not really big with stats and, you know, facts aren't your thing, you know. But what I can tell you, what is a fact, is that recruiters talk. And recruiters, like the majority of Canada, don't agree with you. Do you know what that means? Do you have any guesses? Any guesses what that means? What that means is that if you need a job, you might not get one. If you want to keep a job, you might not get to do that. And you know what else HR is good at? Documentation. You know what that means? You want to be an ass. We document it. We give you a couple tries. Then what do we do? We terminate you. With cause. If we're so lucky. If not, we give you the minimum allowed by law. Either way, best of luck to you. Recruiters are watching. HR is watching everywhere. And we hate you. We hate you so much. And you think we can't do anything. But we can. We have the power. Always remember that. Doesn't matter if there's a f***ing man at the top of your HR department. It's run by women. And it's run by angry women just like me. I'm so, so glad I got that off my chest. It's been eating me up inside. And honestly, my heart goes out to you guys. I mean, you have families to feed, right? You brought your kids to this big event. You're freedom fighters. You're standing up. Oh, they will be so, so proud. So, so, so proud of you. yourself. yourself. Love you. Couple takeaways there. <laughs> Our web guy just said she sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> Couple takeaways. She says, uh, we're watching you. We're watching you. And your company is run by angry women just like me, she says. And we document everything. Well, angry woman, by your own words, will you be judged? And I am not joking. Jesus said, every idle word will be taken into account at the judgment. Every idle word. 
every idle word. You love to make people miserable. You love to make things hard on people. You need Jesus, lady. You need Jesus. Yeah. She needs Jesus. And who knows what's happened in her life. Who knows? Who knows? One thing's for sure. She needs God. I, uh, I, I have a... Uh, I, I did not record... Well, I don't have a recording of our sermon from yesterday. And, uh, hey, peace, love, truth. And Mel... I, uh, Mel 045 and Rosenhock, Rosenhock the uh, the dancer. I I saw something on Facebook this morning that I honestly laughed so hard. Somebody took the movie Dirty Dancing, and there's a big dance scene with Pat Swayze, and he's dancing all seriously, and uh, they put this the theme to the Muppet Show as the music. <laughs> And it was so funny. It really was. And, uh, and, and oh, and another thing funny, speaking of movies, I, was, I had uh, Global News on this morning. And one of the news anchors, uh, his name is Dinesh, <clears throat> he said, Our prayers have been answered. Some TV show that you like is going to be made into a movie. I was thinking to myself, you were praying for a TV show to be made into a movie? Maybe you should do a little fasting too, huh? <laughs> Praise God. I'm sure you... <laughs> praying for a TV show. Our prayers have been answered. Oh, wow. I hope you found some time to pray for Ukraine as well, huh? Anyhow, I said I was going to uh, give the message that we gave out on the show. Uh, and I'm going to do that. Uh, if you head over to AmericanUckRadio.com, that's AmericanUckRadio.com. By the way, I got my flag up in the yard yesterday. And uh, my wife made a little arrangement of red, white, and blue flowers uh, on a hanging uh, flower pot to put next to the uh, the U.S. flag. I love that flag. I really do. Uh, that's why I have the Betsy Ross flag behind me. And uh, I, I love America. I really do. But, oh, man, she's in bad, bad shape. Whew. I'll tell you. But what we're going to talk about an hour or two today has the potential to turn it around. Okay. We can. I believe that we can. I believe that we can uh, get a reprieve of the Lord. Uh, if you go to AmericanOcRadio.com, you'll see many stories posted. Disgusting behavior at Canadian police undercover training course sparks inquiry. Uh, and they were doing some awful things to each other. Sounds to me like undercover cop training turned into an excuse to uh, do cocaine and party. Uh-huh. Americans have a fear porn addiction and it's time for an intervention. Yes. 
I couldn't agree more. And on both sides of the aisle, I gotta say, you got your, uh, your Karen types. They're still, for some inexplicable reason, afraid of COVID. And I saw an argument between people on Twitter this morning about how effective three vaccines are against Omicron and Delta. And I thought, let it go. (laughs) Uh, But there's a lot of addiction on the other side too. And I'll tell you something else. Uh, There are some red pill super patriot scammers out there that will use a watered-down false gospel form of Christianity to suck you in. I've heard them talk about theosophy. I've heard them talk about beings of light and going to Peru and taking ayahuasca and communicating with beings of light and keeping your vibrational level. It's a doctrine of devils. And I don't care what else they've said. Maybe they've said some good things. That's fine. But, amen. Do you want to be standing next to the people you despise at the judgment? I don't. I don't. Passenger on cruise to Bermuda Triangle offered full refund if ship disappears. <laughs> You remember all that stuff about the Bermuda Triangle? (laughs) That all just kind of stopped, didn't it? I think there's a similar one in Alaska where planes disappear. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's go to our commercial break early so that uh, we can come back and uh, I can get into what we talked about in church yesterday. And then in the second hour, we're going to dust off an old weapon that is powerful. You're going to like this, and we're going to do it right out of the Word of God. So everybody, uh, stick around through the commercial break. We will be right back after this, and uh, let's get into things that have real power. Real power that will save you and your children from the wrath to come. Stick around. up refreshed like you slept on a cloud get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today you deserve it go to mypillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code mojo50 for incredible savings at romica designs we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company much more i'm ron phillips co-owner of romica designs and if you can dream it we can probably make it We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. 
View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Five major food distributors have suffered explosions at food processing and storage facilities in the last few months. 20 more facilities have been destroyed by fires over the last four months. War in Ukraine drags on and holds the looming threat of nuclear escalation. U.S. inflation is officially reported above 8%. Mobs of people are whipped into frenzy by an increasingly unstable class of political elites. We live in interesting times. Political, economic, and financial collapse are all very real threats to our way of life. If the worst happens, make sure you and your loved ones are prepared with emergency food and supplies from preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy-latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, coffee drinkers for climate change want to see the sea levels rise and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction-level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com How dare you! (laughs) We dare. We dare. won the election (laughs) hey lovelies does anyone have any new conspiracy theories because all the ones i know are contrary (laughs) join me ria bow here on sunday long live radio live every sunday of the year 5 a.m eastern standard 10 a.m uk and 9 p.m new south wales i'll see you sunday American Uck Radio. I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. American Uck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing. American Uck Radio.
Ah, no sound. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that I did that. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, hey, when you're live, I'm 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 doing the work of uh, a board operator and a host and <laughs> a producer. All right, we good now? We're good now. All right, we're showing on the board here. Thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. All right, so. I, I was just explaining that I don't care about Facebook. Uh, I just don't. I have a, uh, <laughs> I have an account that somebody else made for me to a uh, to to post on a fifty first state group and support them and lend my voice to it. And uh, <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys are very patient. Thank you very much, Mister. Uh, Broadcast professional Mike Phillip. <laughs> yeah, I, I just... Oh, yeah. Well, I'm getting text messages from my mother. Can we get some sound, please? Yes, Mom. Yes. Anyhow, yeah, my mom watches me every day. Uh, I, I just don't care about Facebook, and, and uh, I don't go there a lot. I have, however, used it to reach out to people for church, and I have used it to speak to my family in the United States. Uh, but I, I don't, if you go look at it, the American Arc Radio page, I don't think there's been a post on it in a very long time. Uh, which, uh, Peyton, if you want to start throwing the shows on the American Arc Radio page on Facebook, that'd be great. That'd be great. There is nowhere that angels fear to tread, even on Facebook. So, let's get into it. I, I called my uh, sermon yesterday, uh, The Rushing Wind, Rushing Wind. If you have your Bible, turn with me to Genesis chapter 2, Genesis chapter 2, and uh, Mom, now you're going to get to hear... Uh, the sermon yesterday. I did not email it out to everybody um, like I usually do. And so I, I told a few people that we were going to talk about it on the show today. Hey, Frontosa, how are you? How are you? You're doing great, by the way. Very proud of you. <laughs> All right. Chet says, audio is wall-to-wall -wall and treetop tall. He's got that homespun nonsense uh, down pat like uh, Andy Griffith had. Amen. Got more flies than a yard full of lumber. <laughs> that was a bad one. Uh, Genesis 2, ch chapter 2 and verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. He was formed of the dust of the ground. But he was a lump of clay. The thing was formed. And breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man become a. A living soul. Hey, Ground Prepper in Michigan. Uh, we got lots of really great listeners in Michigan, in the great state of Michigan. I bet you, 
I just bet you Gretchen Whitmer is uh, listening right now. I bet you. <laughs> Fact, I got a bottle of Michigan maple syrup right here that a uh, a wonderful guy, a farmer, sent me. Good to see you in the chat. I hope you uh, are hungering and thirsting after something from God today because we're going to be getting into some Bible and we're going to get into some deep things here, all right? And so the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. God breathed. Turn with me to Job chapter 38. Job chapter 38. Praise the Lord. And I'll tell you, if you grab your Bible and go through these with me, you will uh, you'll get more out of this. You'll get more out of this. And if any of you, right before Psalms and Proverbs, Joel or Job, sorry, thirty-eight, we're going to talk about a rushing mighty wind. Praise God. Job chapter 38. Job, in the very first little bit of the book, has uh, had Satan be, uh, allowed to wreak havoc in his life. Job has lost everything. He has lost his children. He has lost his uh, great riches. He has lost his property. His wife has turned on him. Right in the first couple chapters... And, and the majority of the book is Job arguing with his friends. Now, I will tell you one thing about uh, Job and his argument with his friends, and that is that a lot of the things that they said sounded right. It sounded right. But God showed up and said, you're all fools. He reproved Job. But listen to this in chapter 38 of Job. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind, out of the whirlwind. God was in a whirlwind. Praise God. If any of you live in areas where they have tornadoes, you know how powerful they are. Uh, we have a sponsor, American Pride Roasters. Uh, that man uh, got wiped out by a tornado uh, just not that long ago, and they're they're operating again. And so uh, I knew that they would get back on their feet, and they've been a good sponsor to Mojo Five O over the years. So uh, I kept the commercial running. I did uh, just because. Uh, and the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? When that wind came, all of a sudden, man was made aware of the immense power of his creator. He following? Out of the whirlwind came knowledge of the power of the Almighty. 
Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee, and answer thou me. He said, Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. Praise God. He went on and he talked about how that if a, if a, a beast in a field is having a calf, I'm there. If an egg is hatching in a nest, I'm there. And when that wind came along, that mighty wind, Job's deliverance came. After that, God gave him his health back, gave him back more beautiful children and twice the riches he had before. And God's power was revealed from in that whirlwind. Amen. We see God manipulating wind all the time in His Word. The wind is in His hand. Turn with me to Exodus 14, 21. Exodus 14 and 21. And uh, we're going to be jumping around, but hey, I can do that because the same Spirit that uh, had Moses write Exodus is the same spirit that uh, had a man write Job and, and the Psalms and that same spirit that showed up in Christ, okay? To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Praise God. Exodus 14 and 21. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. Their salvation came when the wind showed up. And in 1 Corinthians 10, Paul tells us that they were baptized to Moses when they went through the sea. Alright? But the wind had come first. Amen? <laughs> now we're going to get a little deeper into this, alright? Ezekiel 37. Turn to the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Chapter 37. This is you're gonna like this when you see this. This is neat stuff. <laughs> That's excellent. DRMX 113. Ezekiel chapter 37. Uh Dudley. Your conversation with me is what got me going down this road. <clears throat> now what you got to understand is that this book is about God's church it was about Jesus coming and dying being buried and resurrected and that's what it was about the apostles uh, Paul said 
That, that, that's what they talked about. He said uh, when Moses came down from the mountain, his face shone, and they had to put a veil over his face. Yeah, you got it. Uh, they had to put a veil over his face. And he said their, their faces, uh, 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 they still have a veil over their face when Moses is read today. Rosenhawk read this story this morning. Ha, <laughs> praise God. I like uh, Holy Ghost confirmation. And you are in Switzerland. Praise God. The same God that showed you this this morning brought this to me all the way here. Praise the Lord. Talking about the wind, the breath of life and salvation. And the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of a valley which was full of bones. The valley was dry. The valley had death in it. It was done. It was useless. It was a place of no hope. But something's going to change. He caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. He said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Praise God. Again, he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Praise God. Oh, the story with Moses? Hey, I'm good with that too. <laughs> Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you that ye shall live. Just like he did with Adam. The breath of life was going to go into a place that was full of death and despair and there and it was dry and it was useless. Praise God. And I will lay sinew upon you and will bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin. And put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise. There was a noise. And behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. Praise God. So, uh, bone the bone started coming together. And when I beheld it, lo, the sinews in the flesh came up upon them. And the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. There was no breath in them yet. Then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind. Y'all need some wind here. In order for this army to be complete. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they 
might live. Breathe upon them that they might live. Oh, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost here. Amen. You are too. I bet you are. <laughs> Praise God. We got two, 270 people watching right now. Stick around for the end. We're going to do the third hour of prayer. Three o'clock central. We're all going to lift up the name of Jesus. And I'm going to give you a mission. Should you choose to accept it. All right. I'm going to give you a mission. One that is very powerful. So I prophesied that he commanded me and the breath came into them and they lived and stood up upon their feet an exceeding great army. An exceeding great army. Then said he unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off from our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your grave and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened up your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves, and shall put my spirit in you. You're going to know, Israel, when I put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall you know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. Praise God. Turn with me to John chapter 20 and verse 22. There's a time when I'm going to put breath into you and you will know that I am the Lord and Jesus in John 20 and 22 is with his disciples uh, he has died and buried been buried and come back after three days we're gonna be talking about that in an hour or two as well and he appeared unto them actually turn back up to 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in their midst, and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. Now here it is. Here it is. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. And saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. He breathed on them. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. 
Praise God. I have the power to forgive sins. And so do you, if so be that the Spirit of Christ live in you. Now I want you to think about that. Let's go back to Exodus here, or sorry, Ezekiel 37 really quick. Ezekiel 37. 14, and I, and I shall put my spirit in you and ye shall live and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall you know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. So I'm going to put breath on you, in you. And Jesus in John 20 breathed on them. And receive the Holy Ghost. Said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. That's the fulfillment of the prophecy. I will put my spirit in you. And that happened in Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Is that amazing or what? Praise God. I'm looking at the time. And we have got to go to a commercial break. If any of you want those scriptures just to go through on your own, go to AmericanUckRadio.com and hit the contact button. And just let me know. I will send them to you. The rushing mighty wind. Coming up in hour two. I have a mission for you. And we're going to dust off a very powerful old weapon and I'm going to play a song about going to war alright song about going to war for the kingdom of heaven when we get back we're going to dust off an old weapon and I'm going to give you a mission you want to see powerful things from God I'm going to tell you how to do it alright then at the end of the show, the hat comes off and we pray. Praise God. <laughs> the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. 
Seven states hold primary elections tomorrow with 78 House seats on those ballots. Voters are headed to the ballot box to set the field for November. Primaries are being held Tuesday in California, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, New Jersey, New Mexico, and South Dakota. Primary season is shaping up to be a challenging one for House Democrats, with midterm elections typically punishing the party holding the White House. North of Los Angeles, three Democrats are vying to take on freshman House member Mike Garcia, a former Navy pilot endorsed by President Trump, whose district was redrawn with a more Democratic profile. In Iowa, three Republicans are competing to run against Cindy Axney, Iowa's lone U.S. House Democrat. Her Des Moines district was redrawn to include rural southern counties that have been strongly Republican. I'm Jennifer King. Also at townhall.com, Army General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, says the United States and allied countries will keep providing significant support to Ukraine out of respect for the legacy of D-Day soldiers. Milley said Russia's war on Ukraine undermines the rules established by allied countries to guarantee peace after the end of World War II. He spoke in Normandy on the 78th anniversary of the D-Day invasion. Britain's governing conservatives are holding a no-confidence vote that could oust Prime Minister Boris Johnson. The vote comes after months of growing discontent with a divisive politician whose career has survived multiple ups and downs. If Johnson loses the vote among the 359 Conservative lawmakers, the party will choose a new leader who will also become Prime Minister. If Johnson wins, he can't face another challenge for a year under current party rules. Charles Duladesma, London. On Wall Street, the Dow had 118 points. The Nasdaq up 118. More at townhall.com. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. Recently discovered in a small subsection of the Green New Deal, the United States Air Force is moving away from conventional explosive ordnance. Being considered to replace these terrible weapons are more ecologically friendly weapons, such as cat coolers, to be used like anvils in a Wile E. Coyote cartoon. Recently declassified audio from deep inside Cheyenne Mountain. Genital, come quick. The Chinese have taken over the island beachhead. What should we do? Release the cat coolers! The first cat cooler dropped, activated a volcano on impact. The cooler still has ice in it and was used as a life raft by 26 island refugees. China has signaled their unconditional surrender, and it is anticipated that the cat cooler will never again be used in such a destructive way. What? China surrendered, G.I. Joe! No more drop a cat cooler! No coolers were harmed in the making of this ad, but the island is a total loss. Cat coolers does not recommend dropping coolers from planes, but the video is really cool, and it's still illegal to smuggle a cat into New Mexico. Fast Track student loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and Get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. With great mojo comes great responsibility. 
Mojo 5 And crown thy good with brotherhood From sea to shining sea America Radio. Radio News, opinion, and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel this is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Welcome back to Hour 2 of American Uck Radio on Mojo 50 WBN 324 and the Stu Peters Network on Rumble. And we are very, uh, very, very uh, appreciative and uh, humble to be on Rumble. Uh, some of the comments here said, sounds like the Scorpions. Yeah, kind of. Uh, winds of change or something like that. And uh, I, I'd never heard that acoustic version. So when I found it this morning, I thought, well, this is cool. I'm going to use that. And uh, uh, my uh, feelings toward the music of the Scorpions soured greatly uh, when I was made aware that they had an album called Virgin Killer. Now, the album Virgin Killer had uh, an album cover that was not released in the United States. It was released in Europe. And I I hope to never see it again. It was a naked uh, look to be about a 10-year-old girl with her hands tied behind her back. So you just think about that when you listen to the Scorpions. Man. Edward, how you doing? We're going to talk about war. We're going to talk about dusting off a very old weapon. And uh, we're, we're going to get into that here. And, if it, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to issue everybody a challenge. I'm going to issue you a challenge. At the end of this show, and uh, and and if you will all get this in your heart, if you will uh, join me with this, Jesus was asked to give a sign, and. Uh, he said, a wicked and adulterous generation seeks a sign, but it will not be given one, save the sign of the prophet Jonas. They wanted a sign. They didn't want a sign because they uh, wanted to repent. They didn't want a sign because they wanted to get right with God. To them, it was a circus trick. They wanted a magic trick. Yeah, I'll never listen to them again, Edward says. Yeah, I, I when I saw that, um, I couldn't listen to the Scorpions either. And I liked them. I did. I, I liked Rocky like a hurricane. Uh, but any man or group of men uh, <clears throat> that would would, would allow, approve that with their name on it. Sorry, buddy. 
you're out. Turn with me to the book of Jonah. This little minor prophet, they call it, Jonah. And this book is only four short chapters. Now, when people talk about Jonah, they automatically think Jonah was eaten by a fish. And then spit out. The end. Now, there's a lot more in this book. A lot more to the book of Jonah. Alright? <clears throat> a lot more to this book. Jonah was to go to a wicked city called Nineveh. Nineveh was probably... Uh, <clears throat> had sexual immorality. Nineveh was known for a, a bloodlust and violence. Uh, I have read that they had constructed a very large pyramid made of human skulls. Nineveh was a great city. We're going to read through this. Uh, chapter 1. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. I'm going to destroy every man, woman, and child in that city. Jonah had other ideas, though. Uh, Jonah didn't figure that was a good idea, so Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa. He found a ship going to Tarshish, so he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Mike Philip almost walked away from his anointing. Uh, and uh, I was given a warning uh, by the Plains District su uh, Superintendent of the United Pentecostal Church, Henry Poitras. He said, Mike, don't run from this. You've got to keep going. Forget about your shortcomings and the way that you look at your life. God sees what you will be, not what you are. All right? What you will be. I had a conversation with a man this morning. Um, you know who I want in my church? You know who I want in my church? I want smokers. I want people that drink. If you're a homosexual, I want you in my church. It's the sick that need a physician. I want... People who are hungering and thirsting after righteous. And more importantly, I want people that are lost and know it. I want people that are lost and know it. You come to our church. We will not judge you. We will not castigate you. And I'll tell you what else. The word of God will do the work. I'll preach what I'm given. I will preach what I'm given. But uh, that's who I want in my church. When God called me to preach, I was drinking a 15-pack a day and smoking probably more than a pack a day. And God lifted some really bad habits off of me, but other ones He left. Other ones He allowed me to go along with, and I couldn't understand it. I, and I still don't to this day, but His ways are above ours. And I'll tell you what else.
Uh, there were people removed from our midst that came at me about it more than once. Verse 4, but the Lord sent a great wind. Ah, there's our wind again. <laughs> Into the sea. And there was a mighty tempest in the sea so that the ship was like to be broken. Then the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God and cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship and he lay and was fast asleep. And uh, boy, you could draw a lot of parallels there, couldn't you? Praise God. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon thy God, if so be that God will think upon us that we perish not. Well, there's another type and shadow of Jesus there, huh? <laughs> Praise God. And, uh, they said, everyone to his fellow, come and let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots and the lot fell upon Jonah. The shortest straw has been pulled for you, Jonah. Then said they unto him, tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us. What is thine occupation, and whence comest thou? What is thy country, and of what people art thou? All right. He said unto them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceedingly afraid. Now they are in great fear and terror now that they have found out this man and why the lot fell on him. Then said they unto him, uh, sorry, uh, when the, verse 10, then were the men exceedingly afraid and said unto him, why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he told them, You trying to get us killed, boy? <laughs> you trying to get us killed? You run away from God, you get on somebody else's boat. <laughs> then said they unto him, what, uh, what shall we do unto thee that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea wrought and was tempestuous. And he said unto them, Take me up and cast me forth into the sea. So shall the sea be calm unto you. For I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. God, throw me in the ocean. This is my fault. God is angry at me. And if you're going to save yourself, another is going to have to die for you. And they didn't want to. They didn't want to. 
Nevertheless, the men rode hard to bring it to land, but they could not, for the sea wrought and was tempestuous against them. Wherefore they cried unto the Lord and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood, for thou, O Lord, hast done as it pleased thee. (laughs) Thomas U.S. Marine Corps says, throw them overboard. Thomas would have done it. (laughs) But see, these are all types. Remember, the law and the prophets, Jesus said to the Pharisees, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have salvation, but they are that which testify of me. This is all about him. He said it himself, I'll give you the sign of the prophet Jonas. Right? So they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea. And the sea ceased from her raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly. Yeah, you would. (laughs) Man, I I bet you those guys never worshipped an idol again in their lives. They probably went home and told their families. And their families thought they were crazy. And they offered a sacrifice unto the Lord. And made vows. That changed their religion quick, didn't it? Praise God. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Three days and three nights, just like Jesus was buried in the earth. It's all about him. You want to connect the Old Testament with the New? Jesus is the linchpin. It's all about him. Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me, he said. He is the author and the finisher. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me out of the belly of hell, cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hadst cast me into the deep in the midst of the season of floods, compassed me about all thy billows, and thy waves passed over me. Then said I, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward the holy temple. Jonah was a backslidden prophet that God sent a mighty wind that would get him back on track and save the lives of those sailors through someone else dying. Amen? The typology is everywhere. You can't read this and not... There's a siren... The uh, RCMP is coming for me. I'm just kidding. If the RCMP come and throw me in jail, oh, they're going to get a Bible study. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> and and some of my favorite passages are in this little chat, this little uh, this little chapter of Jonah. All right. He said. Uh, 
Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet will I look again toward thy holy temple. The waters come past me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me around about. The weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought my life up from corruption, O Lord my God. Are you seeing Jesus in this? Amen. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee into thine holy temple. Know ye not you're the temple? Praise God. Now this is one of my favorite verses. I know I say that a lot. I got a lot of favorite verses, don't I? But this is. And you can apply this to just about anything today. Just about anything. Alright? Mark this in your Bible if you're reading it, okay? Now, verse 8 of chapter 2 of Jonah. Mark this in your Bible. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. You see that today? Let me read that one more time. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Why do you dislike the mainstream media? Lying vanities. And people that believe lying vanities are forsaking the mercy that is there for them. Now we're going to get to the part about the weapon and what we're going to be doing when I give you guys a mission should you choose to accept it at the end of this show. We're getting there. We're getting there. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have vowed salvation is of the Lord. Paul said this, I will sacrifice uh, with the voice of thanksgiving. Paul said, praying and giving thanksgiving is an acceptable sacrifice to God. A sweet smell to Him. Praise the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited Jonah out upon dry land. Blah! Yeah, Jonah 2, 8. Isn't that a great verse, you guys? I, I, wow. So much powerful truth here just in these two little chapters. Chapter 3, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time. Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach it unto the preaching that I bid thee. Now, another thing that I would like to point out to you that Noah's, uh, uh, Jonah's disobedience, it didn't matter what he did, it foreshadowed the coming of Christ and the death, burial, and resurrection. 
He probably just thought he was having a bad day. <laughs> he had to go through that. I had to go through the wilderness while, uh, for several years of my life to be able to do what I do today. That was my boot camp. So Jonah arose and went on to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. You're all doomed in forty days. The city was so big it took three days to walk across it. It's difficult to find true population numbers of Nineveh because a lot of those societies back then did not count women and children. Some of them didn't even count anybody except the soldiers. So the people of Nineveh, and here it is, here it is. Ah, you guys are, you guys are into this, aren't you? I'm looking at the comments. You guys are seeing it. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast. A fast. Fasting. Denying yourself. I am going to call a fast tomorrow. For 24 hours. Alright. Now what that means. Is if you have supper tonight. At 6 o'clock. And you're done. At 6.20. Your fast is from 6.20 tonight. To 6.20 tomorrow. That's 24 hours. Alright. I'm not going to tell you to go two days. I'm not going to tell you to go three days. All right. And let's start by all of us fasting. For 24 hours. For salvation. For your family. For your children. For your country. For an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. You guys with me? 24 hours. End of supper tonight to the same time tomorrow. That's 24 hours. Praise God. Beagle Mother equated the three days. Uh, if you're talking about the three days, then the, uh, we did actually at the beginning. Jesus said, A wicked and adulterous generation seeks a sign. And none will be given it save the sign of Jonas for three days he was in the belly. Yep. It's all about Jesus. All of it. But they found out that they were going to be destroyed. Does it look like America is on a fast track to destruction? Does it look like Canada is on a fast track to destruction? Yes, it does. But they proclaimed a fast. Let's pick up an old weapon. Prayer 
and fasting. That's one, two, three, four, five so far that are going to fast for 24 hours starting after supper tonight. 24 hours exactly. And they put on sackcloth from the greatest of them, even to the least of them. For word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne and laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes. That's not all he did. Oh, we got another one. Praise God. Ha <laughs> ha. Mel's in. Tammy's in. The king caused it to be published and and to be proclaimed through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water. It was law that you had to fast in Nineveh. That's how seriously they took this warning. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn every one from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. They repented. Amen? I had to repent of some things. And I didn't do it easily. Fact of the matter is, God had to scare me like I've never felt terror in my life. And if you have ever felt the hot displeasure of the Lord with a, a something that you've got going on the side or whatever, yikes. Beagle Mom's going to join us. Praise God. Kalispell, Montana. I'm right above you in Alberta. Praise the Lord. Kalispell, is that right in the middle? Is that that really boring place in Montana? I'm just kidding. <laughs> we got to go to our commercial break soon here. But they they repented. They turned from their wicked ways. And they said, who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God repented of the evil that he said he would do unto them, and he did it not. Because they denied themselves, and they repented. Praise the Lord. Throw the swearing out of your mouth. Get rid of the porn on the computer. Whatever it is, deny yourself. Repent. It could be that we will get a reprieve from God. We got more. Rick MSV1. I am in. Praise the Lord. Let me just go look to the comments underneath. Living in America 76 is in. Praise God. 24 hours, people, after supper tonight to the same time tomorrow. Let's see. Let's just see what God does for you in your life and for your family and for your children. 
and we're going to talk a little bit more about fasting when we come back. Praise God. Fasting is powerful. Powerful. And we're going to talk a little bit more about it. Do you know that's why they were able to have their lives saved in the book of Esther? They had a three-day fast. And God armed them against the people that were going to kill them by the king's degree, decree. It's because they had a three-day fast. We live in a society where you have every form of gratification of your flesh at your fingertips. We throw away more food than we consume in our society. In, his, in, in your weakness, God is strong. Amen? All right, let's go to our commercial break, and then we will be right back, and we're going to talk more about this old, powerful weapon of fasting, and then we're going to all join in tomorrow. Back after these messages from the sponsors of Mojo 5 over WBN324. I'm Mike Phillips. up refreshed like you slept on a cloud get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today you deserve it go to mypillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code mojo50 for incredible savings at romica designs we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company much more i'm ron phillips co-owner of romica designs and if you can dream it we can probably make it We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at romicadesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and would be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at romicadesigns.com, or visit us on the web at romicadesigns.com. Five major food distributors have suffered explosions at food processing and storage facilities in the last few months. 20 more facilities have been destroyed by fires over the last four months. War in Ukraine drags on and holds the looming threat of nuclear escalation. U.S. inflation is officially reported above 8%. (laughs) Mobs of people are whipped into frenzy by an increasingly unstable class of political elites. We live in interesting times. Political, economic, and financial collapse are all very real threats our way of life. If the worst happens, make sure you and your loved ones are prepared with emergency food and supplies from preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet. 
with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy-latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change want to see the sea levels rise and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis, 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction-level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com How dare you! <laughs> we, we dare. dare. We oh, dare. Yeah. Underrated radio shows. American Uck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing. American Uck Radio. American Uck Radio. Isaiah 58.6 Isaiah 58.6 I want a move of God's power I, 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 the miracles I've seen lately I want more I want God to do something for you I want Him to do something for your children I want America and Canada to have a reprieve. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 58. Starting with verse 3. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day of our fast, of your fast, you find pleasure and exact all your labors. Finding pleasure in the day of your fast will not work. Behold, you fast for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of wickedness. You shall not fast as you do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. You don't fast for the wrong reasons. That's not a fast he's going to respect. Is it such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day of the Lord? Now verse 6, this is the key. This is the key. 
Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burden, and to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? We want the captives to go free. That's the fast that we want. That is the fast that he will respect. Praise God. Turn with me to Matthew 17 and 21. Matthew 17 and 21. Praise the Lord. Actually, go to 14. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed. For oft times he falleth into the fire and oft into the water. This devil that this kid had would have him throw himself into water and fire. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you, and how long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed from him. And the child was cured from that very hour. And then came the disciples to Jesus apart, and said, why could not we cast him out? What was the problem? What were we lacking? And Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. You want power? You know who has to be removed from the equation? You! Amen? Fasting weakens your flesh... And the desires of it. No flesh will glory in his presence. Amen? Fasting is to remove your fleshly desires from the equ equation so that God can work through you. So that your inner man is what's strong. This kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. While they abode in Galilee, Jesus said unto them, The Son of Man shall be betrayed into the hands of men, and they shall kill him. And uh, the third day he shall be raised again. And they were exceeding sorry. We have that three days and brought out again and fasting just like in the book of Jonah. Am I right? Matthew 6.16 Matthew 6.16 
Now, this is Jesus. The Sermon on the Mount, the, uh, the Beatitudes, they call this. Moreover, when you fast, Jesus didn't say if. He said when. <laughs> when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Mike, you look uh, you look awful. What's wrong? Oh, uh, I'm fasting and and I'm just so spiritual. This is so hard. Wow, Mike, you are really uh, uh really humble and righteous. Oh, I know. I've only got two days to go, but that's how much I love the Lord. Fasting for vanity. Praise God. He said, But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash your face. Put on some brill cream. Just a little dabble, do ya? Fix your hair. And uh, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. And he said the same thing about prayer. Prayer and fasting. So when you do, <laughs> don't tell nobody. Now listen, if you have to tell your wife because she's going to make you a, a six-course meal and you don't want that temptation, that's one thing. That's one thing. That's uh, planning for success. Okay? But I do want to hear your stories after of what God does for you. You're doing it to break the bands. And free the captive. You got something in you that you don't want to be there? And you want God to help you? Deny yourself. Deny yourself. Praise the Lord. Paul said he fasted often. In fact, uh, when he was baptized in Jesus' name and got the Holy Ghost, he was three days without food or water. Three days. Peter fasted. I I, I was looking up, I, I, I found this article. Um, nowhere did the Apostle Paul instruct anyone to fast, and it's not for the church today. And you know what the you know what the hardest thing about fasting is for our society? I am surrounded by food. Surrounded. I'm telling you, I got a, my wife made me a burrito and it's sitting on the counter for when this show is over. And that's what makes it powerful. Denying yourself. All right. So don't fast like a hypocrite. Don't rub it in people's faces. Don't use it. Praise the Lord. Turn to, uh, 
Matthew chapter 9 and verse uh, Matthew chapter 9 and verse 14. Then came to him the disciples of John, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but thy disciples fast not? How come we're doing all these, this fasting and your guys don't? Jesus said unto them, Can the children of the bridegroom mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the day will come when the bridegroom shall be taken from them, and then they shall fast. They're going to. Just not right now. <laughs> well, and the funny, and, and, and you know what Jesus is doing here? He did fast. In fact, he fasted longer than most of them could have. I've gone a week. And that was a long time ago. I've gone a week, tops. And boy, I'll tell you what, you feel it. You feel it. There's benefits. There's, there's even health benefits tied to fasting. You know that? Um, there's times when Dr. Glidden will tell people to go on an all-liquid diet for so long. Praise God. So, he just told them, uh, no, they're not fasting now, but they will. You just mind yours. These are mine. But he did. He just didn't brag about it. He did it in secret. But there was somebody that knew about it. Amen? Go to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was after word and hungered. Praise God. And this is what Moses did. Moses went up in the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. And when he came back, he had power with God. They couldn't even look at him. And they got a veil over their face when Moses is read today, a lot of them. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Hey, you can turn rocks into bread if you want. Well, yeah, he could have, but he wouldn't have been submitting to the right spirit. Amen. He would have been doing the will, not of his father. He'd have been submitting to the wrong spirit. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the father. As a flesh and blood man, he had to face temptation so that he could be afflicted. And, and have knowledge of everything that we go through. There's nothing you can't go to him with that he did not feel in his physical life. As a man. As God, he was the author. And Satan tried to use scripture on him. 
Satan tried to use his own word that his spirit wrote and spoke through prophets and men of old. And he does that today. Hey, Silverback, Silver 77 back, praise God. He does it today. Satan couldn't destroy the church when he tried to persecute them in Rome, feeding them to lions, killing them by the sword. So what Satan did was start 10,000 false churches and hung a cross on the door that don't have the apostles' doctrine. That's what Satan does. You don't talk to nobody about your fast, but you can tell people if God does something for you after. Amen? But that's between you and him, DRMX113. You and proceed according to how you feel. Then the devil taketh him up into the old holy city and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, Cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Satan quoted scripture to him. I see we got 337 watching now. We got people showing up for the ninth hour prayer. Praise God. Praise the Lord. And by the way, there's no show tomorrow, everybody. There's no show tomorrow. I have to go to my my wife's grandmother's funeral. And so pray for Mike that the Spirit will be on me to comfort them that mourn. Okay, please. Prayer and fasting, that's what we're doing tomorrow. That 20 minutes of prayer a day that I tell you, try to go a little further. Try to go a little further, all right? A little further if you can. Hello, orange man, gator bait. Pretty soon we're going to go into a time of prayer. Satan has just falsely quoted God's word to Jesus in order to get him to submit to the wrong will. The wrong spirit. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. He came back rightly dividing scripture. Again, the devil taketh him up to an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And Jesus saith, and, and, and Satan saith unto him, All this will I give thee, all these things, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. And then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence! Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil left him alone. He leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. In Jesus' weakened state, in his flesh, he got one of the greatest victories. Defeated the prince of the power of the air. And he did it by rightly dividing the word because the spirit in him was the spirit of God reconciling the world unto himself. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. And so, like I said, you guys, I have no I'm I'm taking tomorrow off to go to that funeral, but I'm going to be praying for all of you and I'm going to fast for 24 hours. 24 hours means after supper tonight or before, I should say, to tomorrow, 24 hours. If you want to go further, go ahead. Go three days if you can. Amen? I see a lot of Americans and Canadians that could use some fasting, if you know what I mean. (laughs) We're not doing this for a weight loss program. We're doing this for a carnality loss program. We're going to deny ourselves because... In weakness, he is made strong. And a man's got to deny himself and pick up the cross. You want salvation? You want to be filled with the Holy Ghost? This is our time. Just like the men of Nineveh, they repented of their wickedness and fasted. They denied themselves And God did not destroy them. Amen? Book of Esther. They fasted three days. I see a lot of people say, well, you know, there should be a time when we can uh, pick up a gun and go after the federal government because they... That's what they did. They, they, they had weapons and they went to war and they killed their enemies in the book of Esther. Yeah? You willing to go without anything for yourself for three days first? Surrounded by food? Praise the Lord. We're, we're running out of time here. Oh, three-year-old Abel. Thank you, chat. Yes, yes. There is a young boy named Abel and I, I'm going to run our Patriot Switch commercial one more time uh, everybody head to American Oc Radio and get on board with Patriot Switch PatriotSwitch.com forward slash American global corporate giants such as Procter & Gamble Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer BlackRock and Vanguard just to name a few financially prop up the globalists and their new world order. These companies are selling us poison and using the money they make from us to fight against our principles and ideals. Promoting things like ESG, critical race theory, we must stop buying their products, funding these global giants and their big brother government overlords. There is a better way. PatriotSwitch.com forward slash Americanuck is a family-owned alternative. Building a parallel economy Vote with your dollars and buy the everyday essentials you and your family need without funding the New World Order. Better, healthy, safe versions of what you're already buying at comparable prices or better. PatriotSwitch.com forward slash American. All right, everybody, we're going to. Thanks for listening to American Uck Radio. There's going to be a replay on Mojo 5 tomorrow. If you want to listen, go to the website.
This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.